Is, so do we want to call it, Mom, I joined a cult or the nice cult? No, I no. think Mom, I joined a cult. cult. Yeah. Do we want, are we upfront about being members? Okay. It doesn't really yeah, matter. We, doesn't or matter or we, could, we could say that we're, as, we're aspiring to be members <laughs> when, we're, when we're worthy and, and part, doing this is part of our initiation. <laughs> <laughs> how, about this? how about if we say this is... Just at, from right from the beginning, the only the only podcast about cults brought to you by a cult. Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult, the only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunnar, Dawn, Thor, and Nathan. The object of this podcast is we're going to cover a bunch of well-known and probably lesser-known cults, and then look at what they did wrong, what they did right, and then build a cult from scratch. This will be, as far as we know, the only cult that was, that's been built by a podcast, one belief at a time. And then we'll just go through all of the, all the major cults and, and just adopt what we think is, the, is their best practices. And you can actually go to <coughs> thenicecult.com and you can look at the beliefs, you can look at what we've done, and actually join the cult. What's a dictionary definition of a cult? Oh, um, I'm I've a, got that right here. Oh. So, on Wikipedia, a cult is, in modern English, a social group that is defined by its unusual religious, spiritual, or philosophical beliefs, or by a common interest in a particular personality, object, or goal. Uh, that's pretty general. That is. Uh, that's pretty broad. I, when you first started talking about religious, I was like, okay. And then you started going mm -hmm. on and on. Well, if you think on. about like B-movies that gain cult status, right? It includes that. So that's a very broad definition. And then people that gain cult status too. Right. So I think specifically we're talking about like a pre-religious kind of belief system. But we were saying something that has uh, a charismatic leader. Is controlling of your time life and finances. It conditions its members with rewards and punishments to reward behavior and makes it difficult to leave. So today we're going to talk about... We're talking about uh, Dorothy Martin and the Guardians. The Guardians is the name of the cult? Yes. That's like a great band. Okay. Yeah. Dorothy Martin and the Guardians. Yeah. It kind of does. No, the, the name of the cult, they call themselves the Guardians. Dr. Festinger. He did a, a psychological study of Dorothy Martin, whom he pseudonymed Marion Keach, and their group, the Guardians. They had formed a little bit earlier. How did she come up with the idea? She and Dr. Charles Laughhead with their new age beliefs and some some belief in in aliens and some belief in it's like Scientology, Scientology member, yeah their former Scientologists with the beginnings of Scientology yeah. if if Scientology had been fully formed at the time she, she probably would have been on board with them 100% at the end of this she became a card carrying Scientologist she she joined a Dianetics group so what was some of their was what was their belief system? It was a patchwork system that combined elements of Christianity, Scientology, 
Atomic Age sci-fi and the story Paradise Lost. Evil scientists joined Satan and developed a uh, analog something analogous to an auto to an atomic bomb, which they called Alcetopes, and threatened to destroy the hosts of light. Now these were on uh, another planet. Through their fumbling cleverness, succeeded in blowing up pieces of the of the planet car. So them these aliens were mm-hmm. had already acted on a different planet before. Mm-hmm. Lucifer and the forces of and the scientists of evil <laughs> destroyed the planet car with uh, with with like an atomic bomb. The hosts of light fled car to Clarion, Uranus, and Cirrus, where they re- regrouped and considered their next strategy. And Lucifer led his troops. Their minds now obliterated of cosmic knowledge to Earth. This Earth is an evil place. So Martin communicated with the with the warriors of light through automatic writing, which is also called psychography, where she would like close her eyes and start writing whatever her hand would write on paper, and that's how she received a revelation from the Clarion aliens. And, and they told her that they were going to destroy the earth with a flood. They were going to, going to submerge all the continents and then raise up continents from the bottom of the sea. On December 21st, oh, 1955, she said, The world's a mess, but the supreme being is going to cleanse the house by sinking all land masses as we know them now and raising land masses from under the sea. So I remember like, like reading a little bit about this, and they were saying that... Okay, so she received the message. She had been receiving it for a while, mm-hmm. and like in August of that year, that's when she was starting to get it. The end of the world was going to be in the mm-hmm. future, the twenty first of December. Twenty mm-hmm. first of December. And at, did they have a, they had a specific time. Was it yeah, right? it was well. Their time was before dawn, and so what that what that ha- what happened was all their all the members were waiting in anticipation. There were a lot of scientists among them, which led to their credibility. I read the, the study that was on it. In some of the meetings, there were 11 people present, and mm-hmm. four of them were scientists. Yeah, well, the four, three, four of them were the were the um, psychologists that were running the study. Yeah, yeah so they were joining. Oh, okay. The psychologists joined this cult to study. To study. Infiltrate it. To infiltrate it. infiltrate it. Which is why this is so well document, right. documented. But it's not like, as far as cults go, this this might be one of the weaker ones. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> like, a good one because this was so well studied. It's a good right. one to start off with. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Festinger was trying to provide support for his theory of cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance occurs... When a person holds contrary beliefs, ideas, or values, which is typically experienced as psychological stress, when they participate in an action that goes against one or more of them. I think we all experience that. I, right. Yeah, I think we all, as human beings, we believe things that are can be completely contradictory. And I think, like, yeah. as so when you're, when you're a kid and you're, you know, you're told not to talk to strangers, but then sent on sit on Santa's lap and tell him what right. you what you want for Christmas. Or just just being told that Santa exists and then you find out that he's not and you're like, what? With cognitive dissonance, there's you have there's 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 options that your brain goes through, whether it's denial, okay, this never I never heard that. I didn't I mm. never heard that that Santa 
didn't doesn't exist or probably parents or santa or you or they just make it they adopt it and it becomes kind of the background they ignore it i think the third one is they start preaching it mm-hmm. is they start like misery loves company and they want to share that belief system with every with other people and they they automatically want they want to share it they want to make up stories to make the belief system kind of congruent with their old belief well, system. Uh, you do that with everything, with science, like global warming. You're searching for an answer for what's going on. And whether you're on one side saying that men aren't doing this, this is the way it always is, or men are doing it and it's solely because of men. You know, obviously it's a, something of both, but you find the results that give you the answer that you want to hear. When nothing happened, they were all staying up. They were like mm-hmm. singing songs and waiting for a flying saucer to come down. And this is something. on the 21st. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they, they waited all night. And then just before dawn, they, they thought, okay, for sure it's going to happen now. And then dawn happened and then people were just crying. And then Marion received a, received a note from the Clarions saying that because of your faith, we called it off. Go tell the newspapers the reason why this was called off and, and what saved them. They took a 180-degree uh, stance with the press and just where they were like, the press is evil. Now, now they're like, yeah, go. we're talking to the press now because they need, they need to tell everyone the good news. And they didn't, like, they took responsibility for being, for saving the planet because right. it was their right. belief, their prayers that saved the planet. So right. they're... Was there anything else involved in this cold? I mean, was there any kind of like, you need to eat rice five oh, times yeah. a day? Or? They, they gave up, a lot of them divorced their, their spouses. They gave up all of their, their worldly possessions. They sold it all because they were going to be gone. They just wanted to be ready for that one day when, when the, the clarions carry them away and the earth is destroyed what would be the point of selling it you would get the money and then what would you do with the money i think Mm -hmm. didn't they 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 bought spots on i don't know if they did tv but they radio spots and Uh, i think that they spread the word mm -hmm. with that could you guys do give up like let's say your belief system was so strong that you're like okay i'm selling the house i'm selling the car Mm -hmm. i'm going to give it to the the cult and or not the cult but the belief the leader the group. and mm-hmm. and for advertisement advertising i could if, if i radio. really believed it i yeah. could like me i have to be like logically is this going to or do they need this from me logically if they do if yeah i'm like they need it i'm i'm here but you would if they're saying they need it is it all is that all you I need i would or? have to be well i'd have to be soul in yeah. I'd have to be all the way in. Like, this was my life. I didn't really do anything else but the cult. If it was that, I'm not losing anything. I'm selling away stuff that I don't even use. If you, you truly yeah. believe in something, uh, it, it's not that hard to do. In fact, that helps the belief system. I, I don't know. How, how can you have faith in something if you're not sacrificing for it? That, that That's my right? viewpoint. So it does give it some... Once you sacrifice, it gives it the the that the weight yeah the, the weight. weight he gives mm-hmm. the yeah it, so a common human tendency is to or fallacy is to justify something because you spent so much you invested so much into it that you can't turn back now i have a hard time investing in the first part of it yeah to get involved enough for the feeling bad about quitting 
Mm. <laughs> was this cult? Did they do this little by little with each men, new member when you're when you're coming in? Is it like, all right, this is the way it is. You're a hundred percent behind it, or was it? Well, she was receiving light, you know, from from the the warriors of light that she was receiving revelation, essentially. Okay. So as she received the those words, they probably um, morphed their their philosophy to include those you know those that it was new, the the new revelation yeah so this was like this is from august of that year uh, like august of 54 mm-hmm. to december so she only had yeah. how many months is that not a lot of time <clears throat> to but i think these people were she had the contacts from mm-hmm. these other belief systems that um and plus this doctor who was notable mm-hmm. to kind of bring people in did they didn't they prophesy something else as well or was there only this one big one? I think there were little things. Like she said, well, if I, st- wait, if I wait out on the corner, um, something's going to happen. Or if I, there were little things that were proof. And then she would look for anything that happened to to validate that. Mm-hmm. And then this was like the first, hey, I was right these times. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be right on the 21st of, of December. Yeah, that sounds right. I think there was like an earthquake or something. Oh, yeah. It was in California. Hmm. Where there's always earthquakes. But, well, sure, you know. yeah. Well, you can <laughs> almost always be right. It's like, yeah. there's going to be an earthquake today in California. Yeah, or the, oh. this year. <laughs> I think that has to be, if we're going to say what a cult does right, what a cult does wrong, mm-hmm. I think that could be one of our first ones, is if you're going to make a prediction, make a sure prediction. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's going to be an earthquake in California this yeah. year. No, I, I agree. I agree. And one of the worst things you can do as a cult, I think, is to give a firm date on the end of the world. You are yeah. never right. You, yeah. yeah. No. It, it, or you have a firm be, you have date to be vague. that someone's coming you do. or whatever. You a, and it, you can talk about a spiritual death mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Uh, a death of morality or something <laughs> like that. But when you talk about physical death of everyone dying, so yeah, that's the first thing. Never give a date, a mm-hmm. firm date on the end of the world. If you do come up with a date and, and you're disappointed, have a backup plan. They, totally. Yeah. They were right they, there. They, with did, the, have a, they yeah. did have a backup plan. And, and so. I think that always happens in any cult that I've seen. They, If they do say, okay, it's going to happen August or, or December 21st, they'll say, well, that was, I know I said that the world was going to end, but the world as we know it started to end right. yeah. on that day. Or they always justify it's it in some kind of slippery world. language. I, I, can, I can see why you'd want to do that because, I mean, the whole... Uh, starting in a cult and becoming a member, I mean, it's a lot of excitement. And end of the world is is something to be really excited and anxious and bring out fear and and all sorts of crazy things. It's it's as I say, I can see why you'd want to why people would put out a date there. It feels like we're already getting into the what the do's and the don'ts of what they did wrong. Yeah. Are we oh, are we, we done talking think, about them? Well, no. I think we're done with, uh, I mean, how did it end? She, it did end. On the 24th of December, Mm -hmm. she was like, okay, I was wrong about that day. Or they they gave us, that was was a dress rehearsal for the Mm -hmm. real day. And so on the 24th at 6 p.m., that that's when they're really going to come. So not only her believers, not only the psychologists and, and scientists, but they had broadcast this through the media 
Uh, so people were singing Christmas carols mm. or they sang they, Christmas carols for yeah, thirty were, minutes or something. They, they, they were waiting for 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 us flying saucer to come overhead as a sign. So they were waiting. So they they were caroling in front of their house. They they were waiting for a flying saucer, and it it didn't happen, but they it gained a, some media attention. And they I think that they cited like the police cited the leader not the leader but the Dorothy Martin mm. to um, for inciting a riot. They, they just kind of fizzled out after that, right? Yeah, pretty much. She 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 eventually went out and joined a, a Dianetics group. A Dianetics group, and then. Yeah. Uh, she died at the age of 92 in 2000, and no, excuse me, 1992. How about that? Okay. The good, the bad, and the culty. And now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they went wrong. Good. Well, yeah, good. Uh, there were no uh, perceived sexual crazy things going on yeah. with it. And uh, most, in a lot of cults, there are most yeah. cults mm-hmm. they do have that, and they didn't really control. Any, they they demanded a, a sacrifice, of, but it didn't seem like a whole like move to this part of the world or take your children. Did they do well, like they take kinda, your children out of school? They weren't doing it for very long, but it seemed to be like local to Chicago. So this may have been a if they would have lasted longer, mm-hmm. they would have spiraled out more. yeah maybe i guess that's the good things they didn't also they had a they had a method of, of prophecy which was kind of convincing people use uh channeling the mediums use it through uh so have you heard i mean i've heard that mm-hmm. but have you heard that um so a lot of cults and and smaller religions were started by people who had like epilepsy or schizophrenia mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. kind of mental issue and they kind of broke with reality and like okay i was they, talking with mm-hmm. they had a psychic gift yeah. along with that how yeah. was epilepsy like one of those things i well that was kind of someone had started someone had started a rumor i think this was about muhammad that they that he had had epilepsy you know this was back in like the time of the crusades so this was um, to kind of m- kind of malign him and so but it was but maybe schizophrenia or some kind of other other issue that they receive visions and they talk with the other side and they come back to reality and they have to tell their friends about it oh god okay so that's the spiritual writing where she was in a trance or whatever and would just draw um that's that's also common with with some some cults as well. How charismatic was she? Do we know? Do we have like footage? Uh, I'm not aware like of any. I think she had. I think from what I, from what I read about it, she had um, like eight or so, eight or nine cult members who had given like who sacrificed mm-hmm. a bunch and changed their lives about the same amount who were kind of on board, and then a bunch of people who were. Just kind of hangers on, like yeah. quasi, just like well, if it happens, it happens. Right. If it doesn't, I've lost a couple nights sleep. So not as maybe not as charismatic to have a big following. Got a lot of media coverage though. So, so things she did, they did wrong in this cult. My personal belief is that for a cult, for a cult to survive and prosper, you need to have it involved in day to day life activities. 
you need like to kneeling have, to a certain certain area of the world. Yes, or, or or not eating specific things, or wearing a certain headgear, or not mm-hmm. associating with the uh, particular plant, or or whatever, or or kind of meat. You need to have right. rules. You need to have rules, and, and they you need, need to have an abundance of that. Them. Remind people throughout the day exactly of their, mm-hmm. of their commitment. Yeah, rituals. Rituals. Yeah, rituals. As I say, this this cult was didn't have that. It felt mm-hmm. very fly by night. I'm sure that if she would have put off the uh, aliens coming for about ten to fifteen years, maybe something like that would have started to develop. I think that she also should have given other people the gift of prophecy in a point where she says, "You need to come with me. Come to me with your." with your visions and with what you're seeing, and I will tell you if it's coming from the right source. Mm. It solidifies who they are, and it brings it. So when you get it right, like, oh, I was yeah, so right. Exactly. I was so right. The, yes, I was right. And when you get it wrong, mm-hmm. it's like, no, no that's, that's actually one, not. It's one that's, of the other alien races that are communicating with people. you got to be careful. Yeah, exactly. And then if you receive some kind of inspiration that is counter the cult, well, this was the dark side that you <laughs> received your inf- yeah. information oh, yeah. from. Those, those Lucifer scientists. Yeah, <laughs> the moon people. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. So... Maybe she was charismatic. I don't think she was too charismatic. Because having eight followers, like, I could get eight followers. Well, we don't exactly know how many. Well, yeah. that was that was eight in the buy-in, complete and utter buy-in. So. Yeah. And remember, six months. You know, that's not mm-hmm. a whole lot of time. Yeah, so, that isn't. I mean, I'd, I'd pat her on the back. No, but she didn't really do anything after. Like, not too much. She wasn't notably. It wasn't like she didn't create, like, this massive, huge following. Like, with most cults. I don't know if we covered this before, but having a specific date. Oh, yeah. We did. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The specific date yeah, is a bad, bad thing. thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's just a bad thing. You, so, you don't want to do that. So every time someone predicts that it's going to be something on a certain day, there's always backtracking. And when you only have eight members, like full-fledged members, it's hard to backtrack. When you have hundreds of thousands of people, maybe it's a little easier to backtrack. Um, but it's always something that's always in there's always like, oh, we saved the world, you know, <laughs> or, you know, is that their case? Yeah. They said we saved the world. Yeah. yeah. You, you've got to have some some celebrities or some. Well, they so, have that doctor. Yeah. That was their most credible right. and kind exactly. of their claim to fame was they had this guy who was learned, who mm-hmm. was famous in the area. Yeah. And, and uh, he got maybe, the, the newspaper to report on it. So that was I mean, maybe if if he wasn't on board. It probably wouldn't have gotten this far, I don't think. So we need we need celebrities for for the nice cult. Maybe maybe we're famous enough. Building a cult, and now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. What, was there anything that you would add in? I know they did. Uh, anything you want to take on board is the nice cult. Uh, yeah. yeah, as I say, I'm pretty happy with the uh, lack of sexual irregularities well, that's not taking on we don't have that already <laughs> what, so. what about our leader is there is there something we can gain from this to to communicate the message of our leader well with i think if you have a leader who's infallible literally infallible mm-hmm. then that's that's one of the keys right there mm-hmm. uh, if you, ha- you have an infallible leader so I think the best way to do that is someone who either doesn't exist or is dead. Mm. I 
yeah, I I personally have a hard time with uh, leaders that are infallible. Infallible. I do. Yeah, because for me, that's completely unrealistic. Everyone makes mistakes sometimes. Right. And and saying that you make mistakes is, for me, it shows humility, which means like, oh, I need to listen to him more. So what would be an acceptable, acceptable uh, fallibility? Uh, a speech impediment? Uh, one foot longer, uh, bigger than the other? Yes, all those things. No, okay. <laughs> are we talking about the mule in uh, <laughs> Isaac Asimov's Foundation trilogy here? <laughs> Being able to be wrong and say, "Oh, I got that wrong," uh, and it, I, for me, that's that's okay. If you can own up to mistakes and not keep on going full bore on something. But so, I think that kind of takes away from a cult. Yeah. You're right. There, you're right. That does take that, away from a cult somewhat. That does take somewhat. away from it because the, the leaders are Have never. Have to be right. They're, they're never Is there a, a way you can you just, skirt that a little bit? You just don't understand. Okay. That's, that's where right. it is. Mm-hmm. You, you don't understand. Okay. So that's what's going dead. on. Yeah. Dead or, or non-existent. No, or, or non-existent. That, that's really. But they have to be charismatic. Well, How can you be charismatically dead? Uh, if you're scary enough, and well, and if you're <laughs> and if your followers, if your followers have good, uh, um, like a legend about him, mm-hmm. good uh, stories. Mm-hmm. What is yeah. it called? Um, a mythos. Mythos. Yeah, and a mythos. Mm-hmm. So can we were, we were talking earlier about Ronaldo DiCaprio? Mm. Yeah, Ronaldo praise be, praise be. Ronaldo. I have to admit that is a personage that I can look up to. Mm. And so far he hasn't made any mistakes. No, not one. There we go. That's a good start. Yeah. I think we can take that one on board. Okay. Okay, Ronaldo. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then. If you're going to join a cult, join a nice cult. Are supposed to Like when I first had my uh, my office down here, I was like, I really need to go to the bathroom bad.
So, and I didn't have, I was like, ah, I just, I gotta, I'm still working. So I went in one of my cups and one of these things. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty good aiming. Oh boy. Listen, I know how to do this. Okay? Just don't get too close to the edge. Okay. In a, in a soda can, in a soda can, whatever. I've done it lots of times, okay. whatever. And I don't sure. typically leave half drunk sodas around or whatever. Mm-hmm. The next day I come in and I'm like, oh, I've got a half drinking can. <laughs> and the worst thing is, is this is not like the first time I've done something like this. I have done this at least four times now. Not here, not in this, but like since, you know, since I was 18 or whatever. I have at least hey, done this four times. Bear Grylls has done the same thing. Yeah. You're in good company. I'm in good company. It was... It was I'm still amazed that you can actually... It, it, you know, it comes out very forcefully. I've I've tried to fill cups and it's just gone everywhere. Listen, you know? my... My, uh, what are those? My output. No, I can change my, my output so I can either do like my pressure. (laughs) Really? Yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can make it really slow or I can make it really fast and really hard. But can you stop? Yeah, I can stop in the middle. I can stop midstream. I have figured out, or I have my Kegel. Is that the right muscle? Yeah. My Kegels are, I have excellent Kegel muscles. I am impressed. It's like midstream. If I need to stop, done. I can do it, but it's painful. It's painful. Listen, I tried once. So I was driving in in my convertible. It's not convertible. I chopped off the top of my mm-hmm. Geostorm. And I'm driving down the road with my friend coming back from Cedar City in the middle of the night. And uh, at this time, there were no cars on the road. And I'm just like, I need to go to the bathroom. We're in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, I've got a great idea. I'm going to jump in the back and just pee out the back. And I'm like, hey. I'm going to go to the bathroom. This is my friend sitting in the seat. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Cully's his name. And I'm like, Cully, get over, jump in here. So I jump out of this driving seat. He jumps in. I like, get out of there. You know, I, I whip it out. And I start going. And in the taillights, it's like this beautiful red mist. It's so, it's like, I was seriously, I was like entranced for a, for a moment. And then somehow... I started getting wet. And I, well, I, first I hear some screaming up front. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Uh, and I turn kind of my head around and I open up like say, hey. And like, and, and I start getting wet and like start getting like something going in my mouth and it's salty. I'm like, what the hell? And I start screaming. I'm like, ah, and I realize it's my pee. Somehow the wind is picking it up and bringing it all the way around in the car, all the way to the front and coming back and hitting us. And uh, oh, it's just, I'm like screaming. And I like clamped, clamped my penis with my hand in the midstream. You cannot do that without causing serious pain. I was, oh, yeah, I'm like, painful. I was like almost crying. And so I let it go. I'm just like, I, sorry, I can't, I can't stop. It just like, you know, just kept going. I'm we're screaming. Yeah. Obviously I like, I ripped off my shirt cause I was soaked. And I'm like, and I was like dried myself off and I'm like, yeah, it's your turn now. And he didn't want to for whatever reason. He's like, I don't think so. That was the day we learned about aerodynamic turbulence. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I didn't know what it was. Go down to Cedar City, of course, mm-hmm. driving in separate cars. Me and me and Nick this time, we're driving down and we're like, once again, I got to go to the bathroom. And we've perfected going in bottles for uh-huh. whatever reason. And so we go in, we like, we drank these huge, almost 32 ounce water bottles. And so I filled mine halfway up or whatever, threw it in the car, him as well. We get to Cedar City and I end up coming home with a girl. 
she's a hot girl. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So, so I'm like, Hey, wait a second. I left my, my soda and my water in the car. Oh no. So, so I go to like get in the car or to go grab it. I grab my bottle. I grab that. And we start driving down the road and, and I'm like, I take, take a big swig. I'm like, what? what's going on with this? Cause I couldn't figure out what it was. I'm like, something is wrong. I'm not going to swallow this. Cause and then I realized, Oh my gosh, this is my pee. What am I going to do? And I can't. And she had one of those Pontiac Grand Am cars where the you can't find this the window, the, the roller down window. It's in the middle console. So I'm sitting there scratching at the side of the car trying to get it out. And she's like looking at me like, what the hell is going on? And finally she's like, did you want your window down? And I'm like nodding. And she like she puts it down. And I'm like, I just like spit this like all over the outside of the car or whatever and then i'm like uh let's just go to the gas station and i I never told her i never said hey by the way because later on that evening i did end up making out with her (laughs) but i did get some mouthwash okay and i did get some apple juice because that's the proper thing to drink after drinking your they look exactly the same yeah everybody knows that everybody knows that of course i'm not a heathen that one was Katrina. Katrina, oh, Katrina, yeah. yeah. So did you ever tell her the story? No, oh, I, I have not told her the story. Okay. No. <laughs>